It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. We're back, baby. Welcome into episode 34 of the Motown Rundown. It's been a while. But it's still us. Too long. Episode 34, Ryan Rabinowitz, Trent Bailey, Ryan Collins. We're back. We're better than ever. Collins, fresh haircut. Everyone looks good. We're looking good. We're feeling good. Uh, good to be back. It's been what? Since uh, May 1st was our last episode. So that's what? Three months or so? That's Three and a half. Long time. Almost four. That's bizarre. Yep. That's a, it's, an, it's a very weirdly long time to yeah. be gone from, from the pod. It's almost as weird as the way we're sitting today. Yeah, a little bit of. Oh, uh, you people got to see this. It's ridiculous. We need to get back on the Facebook Live. Yeah, we well, need to get the. You've been to, okay. For, I don't need to put you under the bus here. Oh yeah, I know. You've been talking about getting this adapter piece for months. What adapter? Oh, the, you the, mean a tripod? The stand. Yeah, the <laughs> tripod. At stand. some point, we're gonna need the piece, Collins. Yeah, Come on. just it's a quick Amazon trip. What else are you doing today? Are <laughs> you doing it? There's no way you're doing anything today. No. Not, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I look like I struck a nerve there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get back on the Facebook Live soon. But yeah, I don't know what's going on with the mics. Here's the thing, in full transparency. Technical side of things, I don't really know what's going on. I just I was told to press certain buttons at the beginning of the year, and I just stick to the script. And when things don't add up with the buttons, then I just it's all foobar, well, and I start making phone calls. What is foobar? better than me. I, don't, yeah, I, can't, I can't say it. It's a, it's a military term. It's from, you ever see Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, but I don't really remember. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you after the show. Look it okay. up. Look it up. Do you have your computer? Yeah. You have your phone? Yeah. What's with you with no computer today? I have my computer. I realized I didn't charge it. It's charging right there in the outlet. Okay, well, if there you need you it, let me know. I can go yeah. over there and get it for you. Um, yeah, a little bit of a different setup in the studio. I don't think these people, no one really cares, but it, it matters to us because it's kind of strange having to look at you guys th- this way versus the old way. We're like yeah. the angel and the devil on your shoulder. That's true, yeah. and I know which one's which, and you guys know which one's yes. which. We're literally lined up in a row here. Like you people got to see it. It's Rabinowitz in the host seat, and then directly to his left is myself. No, Collins. Collins. And directly to his right is me. Are you kicking your feet up now? These I are feel new great. chairs. I feel great. My, what is my, what my are you feet doing? are clean? Okay, I believe you. I trust I hear, it. It is what it is. Um, okay, so we're back. How was summer, guys? I know we did this yesterday on the Green and White Report, but uh, no one heard that. So well, yeah. I, some people might have heard that. <laughs> My mom did, so yeah. That's good. I'm glad she listened. Uh, Your brother followed the uh, Motown Rundown uh, Twitter page the other day. Yeah. Kyle Collins, right? Yeah. Casey? Yeah. Appreciate it, Casey. We're going to get that popping this year. Yeah, social media will be Kyle huge. Kyle Collins getting the ball rolling but how was your How was your summer, Collins? It was good. Got to play a lot of golf. Worked at a golf course. The usual. Didn't really do anything. Not a... <laughs> not didn't do, do anything really productive other than work at a golf course five days a week. That's okay. I like to hear it though. Yeah, making money. Shout out seventy five. Every day was like the same for me. I babysat kids from seven in the morning till noon, and then I worked at my retail job from one to nine, and it was just. Where'd you work at? Grind. Rally House. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you, yep. you got probably some some nice swag out I, there. Oh, yeah, I did. I spent more money than I made in that store. I don't doubt that. I could see you every day. You're like, oh my god, they came in with a new the Lions pullover. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? All the, <laughs> <laughs> all the decals in my car. You guys were talking about. Yep, got From those. Rally House. Yes. Do you still have any hookups like discount wise? Um, in, I don't know because here's the thing. Uh, I won't go too in depth, but I got transferred to the one here in East Lansing, and then I um unfortunately that job is not going to work out anymore. So what happened? It, it was just, it was ridiculous. They wanted you, me to work 25 hours a week. I said, I have school. 
That's a lot. Wow. You're I not, can't be doing this. Clearly, you're not committed also, to the game. They yeah, have, well, selling, well, listen to this. You want to know the real the real reason? And you know what? I'll um this this applies to the pod. Um, they wanted me to work Sundays because oh, no, you can't. Uh, they have three it. managers. They all have Sundays off. I'm like, well, first of all, that's ridiculous. You can't have three <laughs> managers and have them all have the same day off. Then I'm like, I'm not gonna be here on Sundays. I will not be here. Um, yeah. I hope I'm not here. Trent's got season tickets this year. I do. That's true. That's huge. That's big news. That's big summer news. A season ticket holder. Yeah. Maybe maybe not the smartest purchase, but it will uh it will pay off. Can I ask Did how much it ran you? I'm just curious. Eight hundred eighty dollars for two seats. Oh lord. Two seats. Trent. It's four hundred. It's four hundred. Listen, it's fifty a game for a seat. You're paying for both seats. Yeah. No, no, no. People, if I take someone to the game, they're gonna pay me. Oh no, I, I okay. That's fair. But, but, you, I, but I bought you... two seats up front. Okay. For, and the, the math works out. It's about fifty dollars per seat per game. Okay. So you think you know if the Are Lions? Are you sitting? Do you know what section it is? Three eighteen. Three eighteen. Is that where yeah. your brother has? My brother's in three nineteen last year. He moved to three eighteen. So I. You guys are in the same section? Yeah, I called the girl, Kelly. She hooked me up. She was like, I can get you so as you close. Get, so you guys are right next to each other? Pretty much. He's two rows in front. That's unreal. Yeah. So what if you? what if no one can come to the game with you? I'll sell the other one. And just sit with someone random? And I'll probably sell oh, it for dude, more than with 50. With Detroit Don? <laughs> dude, that would be Trent's store. No way. You're, you'll find someone. Oh, I'll, I'll pick a guy up off the street. I'll yeah. say, you want to come into the game with me? I'm in. I'll go every week. I don't care. The, see, the thing is, too. No, is you guys are in. Green and sure. white have to. Oh. I thought about this. Oh, you did think we about this. We can have a bye week. Can we not? Yeah, I might I might take a vacation day. <laughs> do I not get vacation days? We don't get paid. Yeah, Listen, do. we, we hold mean, it down. One day a week, though. You hold it down for Julian all the time. <laughs> Julian not, can hold it down for you. That is true. That is true. It is we one day a week. We did get vacation days. It's one day a week. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, well, good. I'm glad I'm glad summer was good. It's good to be back, though. Moving yeah, day. Moving How about day you? Saturday How was your summer? Thank you. Yeah, Collins, you had no interest <laughs> in what I was doing. Summer was good, Do you, do you care you what I did in the summer? <laughs> I do. That's why I asked. I don't think anyone cares what anyone did in the well, summer. Well, I think it's because we kind of knew what you did in the summer. No, yeah, I, nothing. I we had a pretty good idea. <laughs> I haven't seen you guys. We were in we were in contact over the summer just about things happening in, in the sports world. But yeah. um, I know our, our big idea was to come up here in the summer and do a show, which didn't really work out. Um, but summer well, was you good. know, it wasn't exactly like there was a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, the Detroit the Tigers, Tigers, the Tigers are played yesterday. Factually, yeah. the worst team in baseball. And we'll get to that here in the Motown Rundown. I haven't summer, watched them in four months. That's okay. I, I sparingly have. James but, McCann's the best catcher in the American League. Yeah, imagine that. But summer was good, Trent. Uh, very busy, working a big boy job down at Little Caesars Arena, Olympia Entertainment. Shout out to the not crew a big over deal. there. Not a big deal. Um, good summer, fun summer. Went to Nashville. That was cool. Um, rode the elevator with Stevie Y. Right? I did. I rode. I that, that's good. Oh yeah. Well, you can siren me if you want to. Were you sweating bullets? So I will. I'll break He's it down for fella. you. He is good looking. Um, so there were two instances when I ran into the ran into Steve Eiserman in the elevator at work, and so I'm on the second floor. I believe he works on the. I can't be giving out this information. He works on floor X, so I believe he was riding the elevator down to like the locker room level, and so I was getting in to go home for the day. Me and then two other interns, if you will, uh, walk in the elevator, make eye contact, give a brief smile, turn around. I couldn't, couldn't move, yeah. couldn't move, couldn't yeah. speak. You lock up. I, I, I froze and I choked, and I'm not happy about it. And like I couldn't even shake, I couldn't even like squeak out a fart in front of him. I didn't. I was. I froze up. I, there was no movement. No. No communication. Then there was a second time too, where he, thankfully he was talking to someone in the elevator, so I didn't have to like awkwardly say something. Elevators stink. I know it's they're, bad. They're like, I, they no, they're just really like. An but uncomfortable. that was cool. I mean, that's like my that's like my <laughs> hockey hero, and I just couldn't, you know. 
But and my dad was like, why don't you tell him you want to work for him? I'm like, yeah, I don't really think it works like that, Dad. I appreciate it, though. <laughs> That's like when I saw Drew Knights. I saw Drew Knights at a place around here last year, I think before. I don't know what. I think it was before the Michigan game, last game at the Breslin. And my brother's like, you got to you gotta go say something to him. That's your guy. from Because like when I was little, I was like, oh, Neitzel's my hero. Yeah. Some random 6'2 white guy who played basketball at Michigan State. That's great, though. No, but I locked up. I, yeah. I thought he was like the president of the United States. I know it happens. Real, real quick, I want to I want to tell you guys. Big Ten media days last you know last month month and a half ago yeah. whatever. That was I ran summer. into I ran into an ex Detroit executive. I thought you, you know who it was? Matt Millen. No. Yes, I ran into Matt Millen. I oh, saw him is in the back. Alive? No, I don't he, mean to be like no, 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 yeah, he is. He's recovering nicely. No, okay, no, but what's yeah. it called? I saw Matt Millen in the bathroom and he didn't wash his hands, and I was just like, that champ. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. I just. Uh, not to like throw him under the bus. No, water no yeah. throw him under the bus. No, but I'll just I was like, there might be a reason it didn't work out in Detroit. <laughs> like you have to be washing your That's hands. Dirty yeah. handshakes with the Fords. Yeah. Yeah. But that was cool. Good summer. Did some coaching of some baseball. Played a little bit of golf. It is what it is. But I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Were you wait, were you like the first or like third base coach third base coach? Most times first base. Oh, my so dad you're like Santiago. There. Yeah, my dad would coach there. You the saw Ramon Santiago too. Did you really? Did I not text you guys about that? No. Oh my gosh. Unit. I was uh yeah, I was dude. in the administrative really building. Let himself go. He's yeah, he's a little chunky. Um I was in the administrative building for the Tigers, like in their downstairs lobby. I was meeting the Tigers interns and we were gonna yeah. go like take a tour of Ford Field, which we did, which was awesome. I sent you guys videos yes. of that on the field and stuff. That was very cool. That was amazing. Um, but Ramon Santiago comes in hot, Gucci backpack, sunglasses on, he's oh, dabbing boy. everyone up. And then he called me big fella. So Ramon Santiago called me fat. Just how it is. Well, That's you could have shot right back at him if you wanted yeah. to. So hey Ramon, lay right. off like the pizza. Jesus, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But so that was cool. But glad to be back. Moving day for me was Saturday. You guys have been you've been here for a while, haven't you? No. I could have moved in a lot earlier, but had were you it, in East Lansing? I, oh no, you weren't this summer. Never nope. mind. Sorry. Nope. I've been here as long as you've been here. Oh really? Yeah. Well, never mind. I completely disregard what I said. But Trent, you've been here for a little bit. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. That's earlier than Saturday. Been living it up. How was, it's been uh, a good time. How's the first couple days been? I'll tell you what. I, I said this. I texted you guys when I was driving up uh, down Hagedorn to get to my new house. Um, love this school. Oh, it's unbelievable. Fantastic. Michigan yeah. State University, shout out. Uh, unbelievable school. Yep. This place is buzzing right now. A little bit of crappy weather today, a little bit of rain. But the last couple of days, beautiful weather. It, and by the way, the last three Augusts I've been here have been like, I feel like it's been 100 degrees every day. Oh, it's, no, it's I know. It's, compl- it's nice is, now. It's yeah. great. And great sleeping. Living in, a house, living in a house with no AC. We needed this bad. So I appreciate this that. This is nice. It's a little bit of a godsend. Yeah. Can't make it up. Michigan State, we're back. Happy to be back. I know. I'm excited to be back. We got a lot of big things coming for the show this year. Uh, hopefully get some some guests on here. Uh, we can't really announce who because if we say someone that we're supposed to get on here, they don't come, man. It's we look bad. Trey Flowers. Yeah, Trey Flowers, Matt yeah. Patricia will be on. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. Uh, we do want to get Matt some Patricia guests on If Matt Patricia was on, it would probably be the worst interview of all time. Are you yeah. kidding? Hey, Matt, so what's your uh, what's your favorite food? Like, what'd you like to eat in college? Uh, we don't want to discuss that information. Hey, Matt, um, so Matt, you are uh, you had cover two on second down. No, we didn't. Uh, you'd like to say something like, nope. Nope. He's, he's so funny. What's your favorite thing to do on the weekends? Uh, you I'm, know, not, I'm just I, looking I, forward to no, game planning. Uh, you know, we we do the weekends. We work hard on the weekends. At this point, yeah. we're not going to really disclose that information. All right. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. But hopefully, some guests. The social media will be buzzing. We'll get some Facebook Live cooking again. Um, looking to grow the brand. My last year, my uh, my victory lap here. I'm like Andrew Luck. I'm victory lap. We year. got a lot of yeah, time are you, are left. You a fifth though. year? No, I'm just victory lap. Senior year, take a lap. Yeah, so but it's it all not in. a victory lap. 
It can be if we have the right mindset. Seize the day. Seize it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You, you didn't come gotta, in with You got to seize the day. I got to get a little bit more chipper right now. Yeah. You're kind of bumming me out. I'm not like in a bad mood, but got to bring the energy up for the second half of the pod. <laughs> well, yeah. got to bring the energy level up. I'll be waiting for it then. I'm All right. Excited. Big things going on, though. Uh, we'll jump right in as if now been 15 minutes of us just talking about nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah, literally nothing that last okay. five minutes. People got to remember, we you know we we haven't seen people each other. Love, in a while. Yeah, people we're catching love, up. It's, you're catching granted, up. Granted, we do have friendships outside of the studio. Yeah, we do love, talk. People but... love the banter, don't yeah. they? Yeah, except when we talk about weather for like ten. <laughs> it was good weather. It's part of the experience. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I'm just uh, we're gonna do tigers and lions today. Uh, we wrapped up Pistons on our last episode back in May. Uh, Red Wings will get to as that season approaches. It is pr- getting closer. Hockey is in the air. Uh, Tigers, I don't really want to get too in-depth because there's not a ton to get in-depth about with the Tigers. Yeah, not much. Uh, shockingly enough, in last place in the AL Central, last place in Major League Baseball, uh, might even be in last place in AAA Baseball with this team. Uh, 39-89 and 89 is the record, 3-7 and seven in the last 10 as we sit here not great. recording on August 26th. Uh, not great. Nope. Not a great nope. year. Collins, you've been checked out for the last four months. No, Ever since I left school, I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, I... I, I I would watch them occasionally when I'd get home from classes or playing all those day games earlier, but like they're so unbearable to watch. I just get updates every day, thirteen to one, t- like eight to seven, or like they're winning by like they're winning seven to four, and I check yeah. my phone like ten to seven. And, like they just stink, and it's they're so unwatchable, which sucks because I like baseball. And if the Tigers aren't good, I'm not gonna watch baseball. You do have to give them credit for that uh, for the win against the Astros, though. Yeah, biggest upset in MLB history. That's huge. Huge for the Tigers. What's going on with Justin Verlander where he just, like, gives up three hits and they're all home runs? That's just, like, his new well, thing the, every They're day. juiced, He's, bro. Yeah. It's the baseballs. They're all juiced. I think – I genuinely think he throws games that have helped the Tigers win. I think he wants to come back no, here. No, he doesn't. Absolutely does. Um, but that was cool. Yeah, uh, I don't really know. Tigers baseball. Nothing it's, to talk it's about. It's been – well, I will say this, though. Because promise. I think the big, the big thing this summer with Tigers baseball – is people complaining about the rebuild? And, no, they're and, doing it correctly. I would say that. And it's 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 like it's they don't have the right pieces. They're not going after enough position players. Which I guess we can, we can get into the trade deadline moves. You know, it was a while ago. I do have a couple thoughts on that. Um, I don't blame you for not watching. I'm always someone who supports the team through the thick and thin, just because I'm a genuinely big sports fan. I enjoy watching baseball. I enjoy watching the Tigers. I don't really watch any other teams because baseball's a regional sport. Everyone knows that. Um, I don't blame you for not watching, but I you, do you're think... You're telling me you're watching more than one day a week? No, I would no, Not, no, I'm, I'm That's not. That's what I'm when saying. The Tigers, usually when the Tigers are good and they're and they're every actively day. playing baseball, I will watch part of the Tiger game every day. Maybe Same. not all nine innings, but there's just, it's there's no, it's just not exciting yeah. to watch and that's the biggest thing and and i guess we can if we want to roll on, i don't know if you have any initial thoughts trying on the tigers initial thoughts is just i'm disappointed i'm not look i'm not one of those guys who's a hard and gonna be like i thought this team was gonna make the playoffs i didn't rewind the tape we all sat here and we're like they're gonna finish last in the central the problem is i thought there was gonna be somewhat of a little uh like something to work with here yes. like jamer candelario batting 198 Yikes. you can't hit 200 that's supposed to be your guy or one of your guys you could that, tell that you're at least on. looking for and like, okay, well, he'll be around when this team's good again. Uh, I don't yeah. know now. 
you you could tell earlier in the year like his swing was like different than it was the year before. He tried to change something. He needs to go immediately back yes. to what he was doing before. Anyways, that's just my little microcosm of yeah. uh, the Tigers' season. But yeah. I think that's a good place to start because when we talked about this team back at the beginning of the year, I think the expectations were low, even lower than last year, which is a little bit weird. In my opinion, I think. Collins, you were a little bit more high on them than than yes, Trent and I, I were. yeah. I thought I don't know for some reason I thought they were like their pitching wasn't horrible. Yeah, they're gonna be able to win like squeak out a couple yeah. games a week, and it just turned out. Well, things happen so fast too. Like Fulmer, how how early before the season was that? Was it a week? Uh, it was like right before the season began yeah, when Fulmer was, pulled out for the year, which was tough. Yes, um, but I think when you're coming into this season, could have got Bradwin for him. Yeah, whatever. All that stuff, dude. You know, I, I I hate that. I hate when people do that. They're like, oh, guess what? They Tigers Tigers trade away yeah. John Smoltz or like something. <laughs> I don't like, read I, too much into that stuff, but I I think what's troubling about the team is like you guys said, you're expecting someone like a Condelario to step up, and you're like, here's here's our guy that's gonna bat three oh five and yeah. have a bunch of RBIs and home runs and whatever, and this is your guy to look forward yeah. to, and at least that's someone to watch, and. Truthfully, I can't point to a single guy on the Tigers that's like that. And I think no. that's what's concerning a lot of fans. I mean, you have guys that have these spurts like Dewell Lugo's gotten hot as of late. Um, Brandon Dixon was the guy. If I had to pick my Tiger right now, it would be Brandon Dixon, who's, again, not even our guy. If yeah. you took him off of waivers from Cincinnati or Pittsburgh or something like that. Um, what I would have loved to have seen, and I don't see it in the organization. Maybe Riley Green's your guy, but he's, he's good. years away. Yep. And I watched him play, by the way. Did you West really? Michigan White Caps. Yep. And he, he's been moving up the ladder pretty well as far as the minor league system goes. But what's troubling is you look at the Yankees. You know, you have your Gliber Torres, uh, the the Soto kid in Washington. Devers. Devers. Meadows in Tampa Bay. We have his brother who's probably not going to be as good. Parker or Austin, yeah. whatever one is in Tampa Bay. I remember when the Rays first came to Comerica Park early in the season, he was batting like 347 or something obnoxious. That's the kind of guy I'd love to have to see the Tigers acquire or develop. I don't know who that guy is going to be because I think initially last year you hang your head on Condelario and oh. he gets hurt. He's battling the wrist, whatever, which I'm sure the wrist probably lingers, especially you know in baseball because yeah. he does have the tendency to roll over yeah. a lot of his hits. Um, and it makes sense, and it's not like we're going to sit here and throw guys in the fire, but you can't hit 200. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, Nico Goodrum, Kristen Stewart, Jacoby Jones, and Candelario are all hitting below 250. And those are your guys. I think uh, they, right. Those are the guys that you at least thought might be around when the team's good again. Right. And Victor Reyes has been someone who I think's kind of come on. And I was very as low as you can get on Victor yeah. Reyes last year. Last year. Uh, but he's clearly done some good work in in AAA ball and, and and whatnot. I mean, you know, you, the names you have to look forward to. You see Jake Rogers this year, who's actually you know he's he he can actually hit home runs, which yeah. is nice to see. No, I the like ball, him. I like him the ballpark. But what's what really bothers me about this team? is I'm really sick of watching Ronnie Rodriguez, Nico Goodrum, Lugo, Castro, all these guys that are playing like all over the field yeah. every day. Like it'd be nice to just say, okay, our starting shortstop from now on is X, or our second baseman is X, or our first baseman is yeah, X. Yeah, there's none of that. No one. It's like Goodrum's there's been, playing. There's like It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's been like three phases of this whole Tigers exactly. season. Like Josh Harrison is even on the team. It's like you have. I mean, you throw. You throw. I'm like still mad about Spider Man. Me too. I don't bring up oh, Spider Man. It's unnecessary to bring up Spider Man. That is well, just the dumbest thing hurt. ever. Everyone's it's hurt. A, Tom Holland should go on strike. That guy is so cool, Tom Holland. <laughs> he really is. He's a really cool guy. You're a Tom Holland guy. You, uh, well, you I, see no, that video I, of him I dancing? Just, 
What? What? There's a video of him on the internet dancing. I'm like, wow. I, I like the cut of this guy's jib. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to talk about sports. I mean, when we're talking about the Tigers, I'm just, I don't even I know, know what you're saying. I know you're, you're mentally checked out. I know you're I, mentally checked what's out. What's it called? You're like, oh, I, I wish they would play it. Like, well, I can't even tell you who's playing third base. Could you name the, five Tigers right now? I can name five Tigers. Okay. But, I, I believe you. I'm not going to make yeah. you do it. Um, but it's just, it's strange. <laughs> I don't like, th- you see, you yeah. see Goodrum will play first base one day. Then he's at short. Then he's in yes. center field. And then he's on the bench. Yeah, and it's 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 just it's bizarre. Does Joe Mena stink now too? Like is he not good? I anymore? just think he was an anomaly for half a year last year, and like that's he, it. He the Tigers now. just love those big guys from like Venezuela that just throw gasoline. Bruce Rondon. Yeah, and just Zamaya, like wherever they're from. I should Bruce Rondon. They're from Venezuela. And maybe the chubbiest <laughs> face I've ever seen on a human being. Who? Bruce Rondon's face oh, was yeah. so chunky. He's got a CC Sabathia face. Dude, CC Sabathia is the man. Yeah. The man. Big fan. Cool guy. I'm actually not a big fan. I don't know why I said that. But Are you not a big fan? Not not of CC's, no. Um, respect the guy. But yeah, it's there's not a ton to say. I, I guess the the only things I really want to cover today with this team before we move to the Lions, because I know we're actually excited to talk about the Lions. Yes. The trade deadline. Uh do you, if you had to give a grade for the moves, Collins, starting with you. Are just, were you impressed, unimpressed? It, it just seems like th- numb is a great word for this <laughs> Tigers team. But like it just seems like the last couple of years, obviously we've talked about JD Martinez. There just hasn't been like that market they expected for some of these guys. Yeah. Like you look in past years and you look at the haul that Indians had to give away to get Andrew Miller. I understand Shane Green is not to t- like as like shut down as Andrew Miller was at that time, but what the Tigers really got was like Another mid-level prospect, not not a top of the line guy, right? But I, I, baseball is weird. That's why baseball is like falling off because like they don't value players anymore. It's all about numbers and stuff like that. Like it, everything's so far into analytics. They're which is like the organizations are smart. They don't overpay anyone anymore, basically in baseball, and they understand how the importance of prospects and controllable players. So I I just sent the market and. Like the trade deadline in MLB baseball is kind of dead, not just like from the Tigers' perspective. And screw Nick Castellanos. I hate that. Oh my gosh. I I have something to say about him. Hate that. I I can do that later after I give you my little grade here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just don't. My I was concerned all season with Shane Green just because I was like, we know what this we've seen. We know what he is, and at some point he's not going to be pitching lights out anymore. So I wanted to ship him out sooner rather than later, and I kept getting nervous and apprehensive. But I know that baseball doesn't really work that way. You got something in return, and I guess I mean I, I'll be honest. I have not really looked into who we got a whole lot. No, um, yeah, mid level no. pitch. I, mid, think, yeah. I yeah. think the one plugged in at like ten and one at nineteen in and our system. All you're now. doing is trying to build a bullpen, or or you know look for just like look for your starters for the future because I think people were mad they didn't get go out and get a position player. And yeah, that, yeah, I think. They well, were I was little... shocked we didn't because you look at. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about it. You look yeah. like Neil Goodrum can't play one position. Yeah, they I, I don't there's know. not a lot down the line in the position like category, obviously. But I mean, like you watch more games than I have definitely this season. You look at like getting something for like the last three years. It's basically been talked about that the line. I mean, the Tigers, excuse me, or the Trey Cassianos, right? And they never like. I feel like they could have got something a little bit better this summer. I do too, but I will despise that guy for the rest of his career. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. I, well, just, I will. I wouldn't despise him. Here's the thing. 
you can you can be unhappy with your situation. You can do that. Like everyone goes through that, right? Kawhi yeah. Leonard forces way out of San Antonio, and people just do these things, right? It's like yeah. a player's league now, all across all four sports. But the problem that I had was, dude, there's a way to say things and a way to not say them. You do not say that your ballpark is a joke. Granted, he has a point. It's it's center field should not be 420 feet because every everyone gets I upset. Love it. I love no, it. Listen, I love don't it. I don't necessarily hate it, but I don't love it. I think it should be moved in a little bit, and they did move it in a little bit a few years back, right? Or like no, when, when they, they first built left, it. Yeah, they moved left field then. Okay, so my my point is just, dude. All you gotta say is, look, we. Uh, I think. I think all across baseball, maybe the fences should be a little closer to 400 feet or 410 or whatever. I don't care. But just because you're not hitting home runs, and granted, no one is, right. doesn't mean that you're special enough to sit up there and say. And granted, this was a week before he got traded, but it's like, dude, see ya. No, America Parks a joke. Imagine if Kenny Galladay said Ford Field was a joke. What? Dude that, would get completely booed. Different. No, no. It, I, I'm it's just like saying. The turf. The I'm saying. I'm saying like the the the, the, the principle know, of like be a professional. I hear you. Don't no. call your your stadium, your arena, whatever, your gymnasium a joke. No, I'll just, I, that's I, the most unprofessional thing you can do, in my opinion. I think I the thing you said about like how Ridley's path ten to one, like on a ten to one game, it kind of bothered me a little bit. Like, dude, understand Ridley's historic like place; it's a tourist. Right. Yeah, and the Cubs are like, good. Like, what do you expect? You want people to sit out in the cold or like the rain to watch these Tigers play? Like that kind of bothered me. I'm gonna hate him because he's been nasty. Like he's <laughs> been absolutely filthy for the Cubs. I, and it's I, like a different feeling than with JV, like where I feel like good for him. Yeah, like, he, he never had like hit his potential in Detroit, Eric and now Ebron. and now he's gonna hit it for the Cubs. Yeah, which sucks. Trent, can and I I'll ask you? Are you putting Castellanos in this in the same category as Ebron? Pretty much. Really? Okay, that's a yes. Throw, yeah. No, let here's me, the thing. Okay, I've so never put really it, hated. Let, let's not forget this. Let's not forget that Nick Castellanos tried to get his way out before the season even started. Yeah, right? well, I would. So you're too. never committed from the start. Now, none of us thought maybe Collins is a little higher than we were. We already talked about this, but this team wasn't supposed to do anything this year, right? Yes. So it's not one of those things where it's like, dude, you're all in or you're all out. You're ruining the chemistry because the Tigers started 7-3, and three and we all know how that went after that. But um, – I was all in. I just – I just, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun to be all in. I, I'm, yeah. I'm all in most of the time. But, yeah, same same category as Ebron pretty much. You rip this – I shouldn't say the city. People... You rip the stadium, which doesn't – you know, that it doesn't and shouldn't sit well with the fans, and now you're going to play for another team and have success and just kind of laugh in our faces. Like, screw you, dude. I think have Ebron, fun. It, it's funny that he was good for the Colts. I, I thought that was, like, hilarious. Like I my, couldn't I stand kept, it. I, I, kept, I hated every minute I of it. I kept on telling my brother, I'm, like, I'm going to buy an Eric Ebron Colts jersey and just wear it up <laughs> here and see, like, the looks I would get. I hated the misconceptions, though, because his drop rate, his drop was, rate was higher with the Colts, though, than with the Lions. He still dropped passes. No, he didn't get better. It's just the they offense just they ran. Yes, they, yeah, used, they, they utilized him better. Him better. I, and honestly, I think... People acted, Luck trust him more than Stafford No, did. but people acted like he was useless. He was not useless. He was like a oh, no. decent target. Yeah. I mean, he dropped a couple big passes, and he was an idiot on social I, media. He was, good, he was good for the Lions. It's not like he was bad for the yeah, Lions. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't he, get it. He went to Indianapolis and made the Pro Bowl. So I everyone, think, knock on wood, I think Hawkinson's going to be what Ebron was supposed to be. Even though he dropped those two balls in preseason this okay, week, whatever, I was crying. 
I hope he's like Ebron again, <laughs> just for like Twitter to be like, no, that's our boy. <laughs> yeah, Hawkinson's. Yeah, I. No. As far as the Tigers thing that we've now again, we just we love just going off on tangents. Trent can we stop talking about the Tigers? Well, I want to. Can I? Def, can I do? Let me. <laughs> do I got my thing. fired up because you called the stadium a joke. I let me defend Nick Castellanos for a second, and I I want you to bear with me. I think, oh, I think he's got a point. So I, go well, ahead. I I'm, beside beside from the I don't care about the 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 ballpark like it is what it is dude it was built like whatever deal with it and granted he, he Did Doug he's Fister capable feels that way he's, Doug Fister loved that place. well he's capable of, of hitting home runs like, just because his just because his home run rate wasn't as high as years past you can hit home runs in the park yeah. dude, like you had before I think Mickey hit a triple crown yes in Comerica the Tigers the Tigers miss has have mismanaged Nick Castellanos very poorly in a, in a sense of this was their this was their baby. It was one of their guys they yeah. brought up in the farm system. And he was stuck in this limbo of, are the Tigers going to pay him or are they going to trade him? And if I'm Al Avila, I don't think Nick Castellanos was worth the money that he probably wanted. I don't blame him. Especially during a rebuild. For not paying Castellanos. Yes, especially yeah. during a rebuild. Because I think when the Tigers are actually good... Now you're looking at Castellanos like early to mid 30s, whatever, probably a little bit sooner than mid 30s, early 30s, late 20s. Uh, and, and, and at that point, I don't really know where Castellanos would fit in the lineup. And I say that because you have Miggy. So Miggy's not moving from the DH spot the rest of his nope. career. So now you have to play Castellanos at third base, which you've moved him from third base, probably out of the question, or in the outfield because he's told you he doesn't want to play first, but then he's like, I'll play whatever. Whatever. Defensively, one of the worst outfielders in the history factually, of Major League Baseball. Factually, by all metrics, factually. yes. And that's always been my biggest gripe because in a day and age where the games be so fast and 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 you have these athletes everywhere on the baseball field now, yeah. like why can't you have an outfield like the Red Sox where all those guys in the outfield can fly and they can hit the ball? And So I didn't really see the need for Nick defensively. It was more so the bat. And I think his bat is definitely – Worth some money, not the money he wanted. So I just think that there was this limbo of Nick probably felt that the Tigers weren't committed to him, which is why it was probably easy for him to disengage. I think he's a high-character guy. He loves the game. I, I, I agree with you that I don't think he probably should have come out with the – because when the team's bad, how easy is that for you to just add fuel to the fire? Well, yeah, and it's a terrible look. And, my, again, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to reiterate real quick because I don't want this to get twisted. I don't have a problem with – what like the the point he's trying to get across? I don't have a problem with it because I actually agree. But there's a way to say things as a professional. Yes. And when you're what four years into your MLB career, you should know how to handle that situation. Absolutely. And so I I am disappointed with how the Tigers managed him. I don't think Nick Castellanos was ever going to be your like number one guy. No. And if that was the case, that the Tigers were hanging their head on this year, it's it's kind of sad. So. I'm happy for him that he's doing well in Chicago. I don't care to hear the negativity. It's just, again, so easy for him to just – it's just a bad look on his part. Like I yeah. agree. Be a professional. You know, great fans, great city. Thanks for the time. I, I love being in Chicago. That's all you have to say, bro. But I, I just I, – I feel bad because the Tigers, they didn't want to give him money. They weren't really sure what they wanted to do with him. Then Avila comes out and says he doesn't want to commit to Castellanos, so they trade him. Back to the whole trading thing, I'm a very big believer in 
When you see a guy like Matthew Boyd, and this is the biggest problem I had with the Tigers this year. You should have dealt him. He's having a career year. Yeah. Okay? And I, I understand that, you know, he's under team control, whatever. You don't have to get rid of him. He's been your best player on the team this year. I get it. I do. In baseball, in any sport, when a guy's value is as high as Boyd yeah. was this year, there it's was not a market get any higher. for him. It's not going to get any higher either. So if he comes out next year and has a career year, then, you know, boy, are my cheeks right. Good for you, Alavila. You got lucky. But if Matthew Boyd is pitching in spring training and now needs Tommy John surgery like Michael Fulmer, I'm looking at Alavila like you're, an, you're a moron. Yeah. I don't think he lasts until ne- next year. I think he'll and get dealt in people, the summer. And a lot of people think he'll get dealt in the summer. That was which, like the whole thing. But right. they said that. They, they say that all the time. They said that about Cassianos this year. You can they're never be it, sure. Yeah. Right. They're like, yeah, he's going to Atlanta. This market and never happened. And there's teams. I'm looking at a team like the New York Yankees who have Clint, Cl- Frazier. Clint Frazier rotting in the farm system. <clears throat> yep. They've told them. They go, you, you don't really have a spot in this outfield. If you're Alavila... And, I, and Trent, you're Brian Cashman. How, how do I not look at you and go, here's the deal. You have Clint Frazier. We need a bat. We need a position player. We have Matthew Boyd. You need starting pitching. I'll give you Matthew Boyd, Shane Green, and a sweetener. You give me Clint Frazier and some other guy to to, to I can throw some money at whatever yeah. to, to fill in somewhere. How does that deal not get done? And there was talk that like Gleyber Torres was mentioned in that deal Whatever it was it was supposed to be going on, so that rubbed me the wrong way. I don't care what I I, I do not agree with the, with with Boyd should have stayed here. No, well, I don't I mean, not at all. I don't think anyone, and, especially when you got nine thousand pitching <laughs> prospects. Exactly. Like, like I, I get it if it's like a, a prime A like position player. Like maybe say Nico Goodrum is having a, like a career year. Maybe you, like. I don't think you would deal Nico Goodrum. I would think you would like ride it out and see. And if I mean, that's a, that's a guy who I need to see be like an Andrew Romine. Like, it, it's a great guy to have off your bench. Yeah, a guy yeah, that can yeah, actually yeah. play the game. Brennan Bosch. Sure. So Don Kelly. I I'm disappointed with the fact that the Tigers were not able to move Matthew Boyd. As far as Shane Green and Costia, I mean, you get Travis Demerit, who's actually been pretty decent for the Tigers. I think he's batting like two seventy. But isn't Super he like weird isn't swing. he like two seventy seven? Uh, he is. It's a good question. Should I go look? That I, don't, up? I don't even uh, for know. For some reason, to... I don't think he's young. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I, I can't know. find his birth year at the moment, but either way, it says he's oh, he's uh, 24 right now. Oh, perfect. Super weird okay. story. He's 24. Um, decent year, 277, two home runs, uh, seven RBIs, whatever. He's at least hitting the baseball, which is all I really care about. Not a flash. Again, not a guy who I trust to like be in this outfield and be a leader yeah. at the moment, but maybe I just need to give him some more time. So I'm always a big proponent of when you're rebuilding – if you're not selling, you're 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 just floating in the water. You know, yep. you're you're not sinking, but you need to uh, the the whole tanking thing. There has to be a way to climb back to the top, and you do that by by selling assets. They got rid of Shane Green. They got rid of uh, um, what's it, Castellanos, which was necessary and needed to happen. I don't think the return was great because Castellanos. We've seen Castellanos hit the ball, and you see now you should have gotten more for him. Yeah, but there's no. You saw with J.D. Martinez, like you said, there's no market for hitters exactly. anymore. There's exactly. No, there's just no market. So it is what it is. I I, I think to, to kind of wrap up the whole Tigers thing here, because I'm not even going to ask you guys who's impressed you the most this no, year. Yeah, because, we're done with the Tigers. Because I just can't do anymore. Nobody. I just want to say this before. I'm sure we'll touch on them again as the season winds on and wraps up. I hope they get to 60 wins. That'd be phenomenal. Um, I, I, boy, are my cheeks red too. I said they were going to get the over on the 69 win. I was like, yeah, yeah I, easily. I took it too. They might not even yep. win 60. Um, as far as the rebuild goes, 
this is the thing with I think a lot of Detroit sports fans, especially because it's the same thing with Patricia and, and and Quinn. You have to just trust that who is put in charge knows what they're doing is going to do their job. You're allowed to be critical. But for Alavila to be extended and people go, he's done nothing, this is the guy that's in charge of the rebuild. Garden hire in Avila. For you to just start churning and burning now and getting rid of people and bringing new guys in, I think it's almost counterproductive. So while Avila has his extra couple of years or whatever, let him see it through. If it doesn't work out, I want the guy gone, and he'll be one of the most hated men in Detroit sports. Yep. Like Millen. Right. It is what it is. So we'll see. They have tons of pitching prospects. We all know that. Mize got shut down for the year. You know, he was real bad before he got shut down. Boy. It happened. He's a young kid. I think that a lot of these pitching prospects are going to uh, unfortunately eventually have to be dealt elsewhere now to get position players. Maybe that's been the plan all along because their top 30 is like all pitchers. Yes. It's Literally. Insane. It's going to take some swindling. It's going to take some. Exactly. Know. But it know. is what I'll it trust is. Alabama I don't a little I bit try longer. not to get worked up over it, but that's it for Tigers as we're a half hour in now and we got to do Lions because we're all excited for Lions season. I forward think forward down the field. Forward down the field. Preseason game four is upon us. I believe that's on Friday. You said, Trent. Uh, I don't quote whatever. Me. I'll it's just look preseason it up. Do you guys watch preseason games. No, I do. You know, I, went, I, 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 no, I, I went to one and then I was like, yeah. I do a lot of reading. I like reading reports from training camp and in press conferences. I like hearing what Patricia has to say, even though it's not much. Um, but it's hard for me to watch. Yeah, I, I don't know, care I, to watch yeah, yeah. Thursday night. Fails. Game four, Thursday night. Gotcha. Game four. Do you watch Thursday all night. the way through, or do you no, just okay? No. I was about to say that's an absolutely a not. maniac move. A so, maniac. Move. For me, it's more like I just want to watch the fringe guys. Like I want to watch guys like D. Virgin right. and Mike Ford in the secondary because right. it's like, you know, and you want to see who's going to make the we team. We talked before we left for the summer about you know the moves they made and and you know you bring in Trey Flowers and and it's great and Mike Daniels comes in too, which is super weird, which that, is that, weird but awesome. I'll take him. He yeah. chose us. He I'm chose one, us. I'm the one not. I'm not paying him the money out of yeah. my pocket, right. so I don't care. Nine million. Is that what we gave him? I think it was a seven and a half or a year. It's up there. I, it's yeah, but uh, and you okay? So you resign snacks or you extend snacks for another for 11, year too? Yeah. Eleven million for eleven. So. I think I'll kick it off here. So if you want to just jump right into predictions and general thoughts, yeah. I'm uh, the cool. I'm j- bathing in the Kool Aid. Really, bathing in the Honolulu Blue. The, what's the it called? Honolulu the Kool Aid. That sorry, a I, sorry, handful. that's a Ryan. Oh, right I, there. That's a Ryan. <laughs> I, I do that at least like Honolulu twice. Honolulu Blue Kool Aid, bathing. But in. Uh, what's all the over under total six? So I, I bet we're gonna get into that. But yeah, I, 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 I believe you're trending up, right? Yeah, <coughs> trending up. Yeah, Trending I up. think six is a little low too. Absolutely, I, I, people I, say the schedule is super I, hard. I, I was just talking about this with my roommates. I don't get it. I don't uh, understand. No the one disrespect. watches the Lions. Dude, no, no one watches saying. the Lions. You must not they clearly because everything they the Lions were bad at though. The three biggest problems, which was offensive play calling, absence of tight end in the secondary, got addressed. Every single one of those. What got addressed in the secondary? Well, Glover Quinn's out. They brought in all these new dudes: oh, Rashawn yeah. Melvin, Austin Adams, Justin Coleman. Who's the guy? Justin Coleman. Tracy yeah. Walker's going to be good. Drafted Will Harris, Oruwariye, all these dudes. So the secondary actually looks completely different. You still got a Pro Bowl corner, and um, it, it's it's basically Slay and Diggs are the anchors. Yeah. And then you got a world class pro in Tavon Wilson, and then a bunch of young guys. So it's going to be fun. If Tracy Walker wasn't forty-seven, I would be all in on him. A, <laughs> I love hor- that he's forty-seven. I love horrible it. Horrible number in the good secondary. Safety number. No. <laughs> For John Lynch, fifteen years ago, <laughs> I'm just I, that's, that's a name. awesome. Forty-seven, I'm, Jack Morris. I'm bathing. I'm bathing in the Kool Aid. I'm showering in it. 
Um, I don't, I, and that's it's a Dip good. In my tone, I, I don't like. I never, I never read the early predictions. I don't care. No, I don't. Either. I think a lot of people that talk about the Lions don't know much about they're blowhards. The Lions. And, yeah, you you don't. So for USA Today to go, yeah, they're going to win three to five games. Are you kidding is, me? Is pretty asinine. Because here's funny. the thing that I that I've told everyone I've talked to about the Lions. Everyone's looking at the schedule. They got to play the Eagles. They got to play. You know, they're on the road here or there. I think teams are looking at the Lions this year on defense and going, God, we got to play the Lions. It's going to be a top five defensive line. Easily. I would say if top two. Top three, I think yeah, top two. Absolutely. But, I And, you know, granted, your your D-line can only do so much. You right. know, you spread, you, it, once once these teams start to spread the field, we'll see. But it does start and end in the trenches. Exactly. you got to get pressure on the quarterback. Exactly. So I, that's a reason to be excited for number one. I'll come right out with my prediction of ten and six. I go ten and six, wild card, playoff win. That's what you're getting this year. Zero, oh, first of all, zero chance they win a wild card game, not at home. That's zero. fine. Well, what, okay, give zero me your chance. prediction. Then. I, I, Let me hear I, it. I think they go eight and eight this year. I think they're a little bit better than what people think they are. I think they just they they don't have the depth. They probably need to be like the win this division. Like yeah, I I think the Bears take a step back this year. I think the Vikings are better than they were last year because they underperformed massively. I still have Kirk Cousins, unfortunately, for them. I love Kirk. Kevin yeah, Kirk. no, we all do. But you got like their real. defense was their defense was like not good last year, and they have a bunch of talented guys on that defense. So I figured they would figure that out. And then the Packers, they always got Rodgers and all that. But you, you got to assume they're going to be better than they were last year too. So I I just don't think they have the depth in certain areas where they're able. To like, I I think Gerard Davis, if he's out, they, of course, the Lions are so, like loser. Just tell me how long he's out, okay? Yeah. What what? It's a little what, shady. We're just trying to be the Patriots, though. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah, sick. I don't care. Just tell. They're not, we're not going, the Patriots. They just won't tell go me. on IR. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah. yeah Does that mean he's gonna miss eleven games or no, one? Yeah, but like when you got Jalen Reeves Maven, who's a decent been role great play- this preseason no, 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 too. He's been role, very good this preseason. Great role player, and they love like Patricia loves him. They always talked about him. But I, you see, like Jared Davis, I, that's a huge ball. Like yeah. they, I, they, I just don't. Best linebacker. I don't the see team. them as a plug and play team yet, and in their division this year, which I think is probably the best it's been in probably the last five years. So I, I, I just say eight and eight. They get right over the watermark. Yeah, I do have a bet with my uh, cousin Shando that he says they're not going to win more than one game. He said they'll go one and five to start the year, and I have two. If they win two games. There's an exchange yeah, of that's goods. That's easy money. I mean, they're going right? to the Car- kill the Cardinals Thank right you. off the bat. But yeah, try um, your prediction, please. The the uh, the whole division thing concerns me a little bit because I know the division is good, but um, I have uh, ten and six. Tough start. Too. I here's the thing. Yeah. I think I think the Lions can go eleven and five. That's the ceiling. I'm a, I'm saying ten and six because for the first time ever, I'm going to be objective on this show. Um, if I can just get into it real quick, I think they're going to lose at Philly. Okay. I think they're going to lose to the Chiefs at home. Okay. And then I think they're going to lose to the Cowboys at home. And then I think two in the division, most likely at Vikings, at Bears. I don't think they're losing at Lambeau because here's the thing. You, that notoriously is consistently the hardest game the for Lions, the Lions every the year. The Lions own the Packers And you know what? No, they play. we we got to break this year because we play them in October after the bye week. Do we play, no, it's November. Do but they play the Packers last game of the year? At yes, home? at home. Okay. But we get we go to Lambeau in week six after our week five bye. Get two weeks to plan for that game, and that's actually when I would predict Jared Davis is going to L- come Hey, back. List, list that first like seven games off for our Well, I just, I, 
for like the yeah, first yeah, seven yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, just straightforward. Yeah, it goes Cardinals at Cardinals, yes. then you host the Chargers, and I think we're going to win that game because Melvin Gordon won't play and Keenan Allen's banged up and, who yeah. know, and, and Derwin James isn't playing either, so that's a game you can win because it's at home. Then at Philly. Tough game. Then you host the Chiefs. And those are the – t- see, I think you're going to start 2-0 and and then go 2-2, two and two, and then you get your bye week. Then you go to Packers, 3-2. I think if they, if they – what's it called? I think if they don't start 2-2, two and two, it's over, though. Like, if they're 1-3 after that. Here's the thing. It's, I, it, it's, it's, wow. That, yeah, you you really think a 1-3 and three Lions team without playing, basically, they don't play anyone <laughs> in the division, right? I just think it's a no. long – I mean, dude, it's just a long I, – I, Trent, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that they, the Cowboys come into Ford Field and win that game. Well, can Cowboys I just, are good. I, here's they're the thing. Good. Here's the thing. I'm going to be – I'm just – and Dad again, Prescott's I I hate playing win loss. I don't like doing it. I don't like yeah, doing I it at all. But, I hate it. but yeah. the thing is, Bad is when you give a record prediction, game. when you give a record yeah, prediction, I say the Lions are going to go ten and six. I got to pick six losses. That's fair. And I'm not I'm not necessarily saying I see your six too. I just I think it's a different yeah. six. No, I so I I'm just saying ten and six. So forget what I said about who they're losing to. But Collins, to your point, you have to go two and two in the I first think four. So. I I truly to. believe that you play. I, I maybe. They don't play anyone in the division those first four games. No. Sorry, so I guess you're not technically out of it because you can beat up on your own division and kind of get back into that. But I, it's just the juju after starting one and three after the season they had last year. I think it would just become like the dungeon of doom, whatever Jim Caldwell used to call, yeah. like the Detroit Lions media, like. 97-1 will be all over them. And so I, I just think the vibe after that would not be good. I think it could. Just go 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, if the Lions are 3-1, and one, then I'm feeling amazing. Then I'm going to 11-5. and five Because after that, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. You, your hardest games are right up front. Yeah, For real. Yeah. Your three hardest games, well, three or your four or five hardest games are in weeks also, two, three, and four. The thing about the NFL, people looked at the schedule and they're like, wow, it's really tough this year. No teams are the same as they were last year. Yeah. The NFL is so no, like, yeah. it flip-flops every single year. Exactly. So. And that's why, you know, I like I said, every single year, you'll very rarely ever give you a, give hear me give you a Lions prediction that's like not a game over 500 or at least 500. Right. And maybe it's me being naive. I find yes. a way to buy in every year. I do. No, you do. I the, found a way to my, buy in no, last but this year. This is I'm the year. I'm serious. This is the year to buy in because there's so much has changed. So yes. much has and changed. And I will say this to that point. I have never been more excited for Detroit Lions football in my life than this year, but I have also been never never insane. as terrified for Lions because if this if it all it, yep. if it breaks down this year with the addition of Flowers, Daniels, Snacks again, Amendola, Hawkinson, new offensive coordinator, and I'm new OC, I'm looking at this team with Patricia and I think all hell will break loose starting with the media because that's how people are in this city yep. especially. It should be, though. I, I, I think that all hell will break loose, and I'm looking right at number nine, yeah. and I'm going, oh, Maddie. I, ju- I, I just I, – I can't – I cannot defend you anymore. I love Matt Stafford, and here's the thing. We're not going to have this conversation. Shot. We're not even going to have it because <laughs> right. we're going to win this year, and it's going to be fine. Right. But I'm, I get what you're saying. But I'm it's, terrified, it's too. Because he, he is the number one fall guy for this team, yeah. and it, it – reminds me of how like Andrew Luck was getting booed off the field in Indy. I think it was more of they were booing the Colts team in general, but to granted he's the quarterback. Like he's your guy, but the amount of criticism, love him or hate him, that Stafford gets on a weekly basis for the success of the team overall is embarrassing. 
It's it's ridiculous. We're not going to do. We're not. We don't do have to. We're we not. We're not. No, we're not doing. I'm just. I'm just because saying. if you're going to do the whole like gymnastics where winning doesn't matter as a stat, then I'm going to get triggered. No, it, it, it's it's not that. It's again. I'd like you to remember that there's 11 guys in the field okay, at the time. Okay, get out. Yeah, I'm. Okay, we're, we're done. We're not doing this. I'm just letting you know. This podcast will go another like six hours. I'm just letting you know. But I am just saying in general, if it all hits the fan this year, Patricia, Quinn, and Stafford probably all gone. I don't know about gone. Yeah, I think they'll move them. I don't know Stafford. I think Patricia's gone. I'm of the I belief that Stafford's going to get to play out his contract regardless, but it's one of those things where if they don't win this year, then you don't really have much to hang your hat on going into the last two years of his, his contract. contract. What's it called? His contract front, was front-loaded too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so they're not this paying him This just seems much. like you said, Trent. There's The moves that have been made have set this. These, Wait, no one's, just, how are you not excited for Lions? Like, I'm excited like for Lions football. Overwhelmingly excited for Lions this, this football. Is di- no, like the most overwhelmingly excited thing I've like ever felt in Lions football is the year like Jim Schwartz and they started off 6-2. Like that year, going into that year, I think it's different because they were so bad for so long. The lines have been so meh, like yeah. the last couple of years. I've just I'm I'm being like the complete opposite. I it's I'm not as excited as I usually am for the Lions season. I mean, last year took a lot out of me. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I was all in, and they just completely stunk. So <laughs> so I I I'm like until this team like does something, I'm very meh on them. Like I'll still watch. I yeah. still care. Yeah, but like. I, I'm not going to be, like, ripping shirts up you like I You have a right did. to be yeah, that yeah. way because, you know what, I was all in last year too and it was just – I'm not yeah. I'm not going to be ripping shirts after Stafford throws, like, a pitch six on Thanksgiving this year like I was last year. I'm not going to be, like, having that ruin my day. <laughs> Until they get – like, they're going to get me to believe after winning, like, against the Cardinals. I'm like, oh, okay, this team – do some things. <laughs> this but, team. Yeah, but until week one starts, I, I just don't feel that excitement that I, maybe I feel like about Michigan State football. Maybe that's because I love college football and I have better. Okay. Yeah, but. Can I, I try know. to sell you? What? Can you give me sell two me. minutes? Yeah, yeah. Sell Give me two yeah. minutes to sell you. Hell yeah, sell um, them. Looking at I my just, clock. I'm, I'm going to, I alluded to this earlier, but the three biggest problems the Lions had last season were horrid offensive play calling with Jim Bob Cooter, right? I, he shouldn't have survived the season, but he did. Uh, and then. Uh, Where know, is I, JBC? No clue. Don't care. At a McDonald's drive-thru window naked. What a name. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, he's got a family. Terrible, terrible offensive play calling, absence of a tight end, incompetent secondary. Okay, and then, of course, your fourth problem is injuries, but everyone deals with that. Like Marvin Jones, carry on. They all got hurt last year. But offensive coordinator, you're bringing in Bevel. We already talked about all this, but the thing is, he, he took the Seahawks to a Super Bowl with Marshawn Lynch. He took... You know, he, he was AP's offensive coordinator in Minnesota with Brett Favre at quarterback. You set up a lot of third-down RPOs, just dink and dunk, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, put points on the board, control time of possession. These are things you haven't seen the Lions doing forever because they've been gunslinging with Calvin Johnson for the you know and Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay and Golden Tate the past few years. But it's going to be different. It's going to be interesting. Then you move to the, the, just the absence of tight end last year, right? Luke Wilson was supposed to be your guy. He finishes the season with 13 catches. Stunk. Less than one catch per that's, game. That's I, so I, ridiculous. I love how he's on hard knots and people like him. I'm like, you yeah. know what? I hate that guy. Yeah. Shut up. I, right. I like people on Twitter like, oh, he's a guy's that guy. That guy I'm like, sweet, sweet. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like, cool. Watch that guy drop another pass on like a third and five. Yeah, no, he was awful. So anyways, so you you have Hawkinson now. Not only do you have Hawkinson, you have an established red zone threat in Jesse James, and you also drafted Isaac Nauta, which I don't know if he'll make the team, but if you do, you got another guy who can run block for carry-on, CJ, Ty Johnson, who's ever running the ball. 
So then you look at the secondary, which has just undergone a facelift pretty much. I already said you got the two anchors there, Quandre Diggs, Darius Slay, but then uh, Glover Quinn's out, Nevin Lawson's out, and he was terrible, right? So on paper, those those could be two quote-unquote big losses because you're losing starters, but you bring in guys like, you know, like Quandre Diggs is a Pro Bowl alternate. Darius Slay's, I think, the best corner in the entire league, but we won't get into that. Mm-hmm. You add Justin Coleman. You add our Orowarie and Will Harris to the draft. He's Tabor's apparently good now. I'll believe it when I see it because <laughs> I ripped that guy all year last yeah, year. Yeah, it was aggressive, but My you did. point is just that you have something to hold on to because the Detroit Lions have addressed all of their problems from the past season. And to me, that's all you can do because you have a quarterback who I think is the top 10 quarterback in the NFL – you have a new offensive coordinator. You've got a defensive head coach, and even if you're concerned, <laughs> <laughs> Collins hates when I say that. But but um, the defensive line, like there's literally two front four starters, two two starting front fours on this team. I'm just I'm all I am all in. I'm all in. And even if Jared Davis misses a significant amount of time, you drafted T- Jelani Tavai. So Bob Quinn, this is your chance to prove why you're a genius, right? Uh-huh. So I don't know. I'm in. Are you are you guys buying in that the O line's gonna be better? I know they moved Rad now back to center, which we all agreed yes. was the right move. Do you think? I I don't know. Like, I mean, Carryon's got to be the guy they yeah. like. By the way, did he change his number? Or is that just me? No, he's thirty three. Thirty three. Who caught that touchdown the other night? Who was thirty eight? Ty, Ty Johnson. Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know he's different a kid, kid from. Maryland. I know, I know. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? Different Johnson. Yeah, no, it's he's a little, looks it's good a little... too. No, yeah, yeah, no, he's gonna, he's, gonna, he's just gonna Abdullah be two point No, he's gonna be Riddick. I yeah, hope so. Yeah, he's going to sure. catch passes. He's going to return punts. He's going to do his thing. No, but I. it's one of those, like, it's like Michigan State's, like we, I alluded to this yesterday in a Dream White report, Michigan State's O-line. I, I'm not, I need to see it before I believe yeah, the O-line. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And, because... and I, I, think you're, I think you're right. The defense is going to be really good this year, and it's something they didn't like, actually like, hang their hat on. Right. I think last year they couldn't do that. They didn't really have any strong suit right. of the team. They were so mad. But as the Everything season goes mad. on, as the season went on, we saw that team, that defense just no. completely yes. gel. And you lost nobody, right? I mean, you lost nope. Glover Quinn, but you, you, you gained more than you lost because you brought in Mike yep. Daniels, Daniels and Trey Flowers. and So... No, but I I could see why you guys say ten and six because the O lines O lines that you can realistically see this offense being able to put up points and I think the offense while JBC's play calling and steam and running steam since he was there was atrocious. It will be interesting to see Bevel because he's taking more of a conservative like approach than a lot of other and like, it's worked. No, no, it yeah, has. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I, I, I'm curious to see what this offense looks like in the regular season. You also add my, who's my guy from San Diego State, the fullback? That's uh, how Nick Bowden. Yeah. Yep. Oh, baby. Yep. Boop. There's just, listen, there's just blockers. So to answer your question about the O-line, oh, I think it's more just like, I mean, if those guys are competent, but then you throw in like, yeah, you have Nauta, you have Jesse James, you have TJ Hawkinson, you have CJ Anderson who can block these you know, these kinds of things are exciting for me because it's more just like, who for- was blocking last year? Levine Toilolo? Mike, Jesse, Mike Roberts? I forgot Jesse James was like a player on the Lions until Trent just said that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. No, yeah, well, when we drafted Hogginson, it got overshadowed. Yeah, yeah, you don't, no, you, but you don't like, even think about you it. You have two, I mean, Jesse James Red started games target. for Pittsburgh, so you have two starting tight ends, quote-unquote. I mean, Hogginson will start, but yeah, Jesse James will get red zone targets, and it's, it's, it's just going to be a fun – it's going to be a fun year. I'll be honest, though. Uh, you looked at this division. I wouldn't be surprised if 10 and 6 won it. Really? That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I've heard people say that 10 and 6 might not win the wild card, which I was like, that's ridiculous. Listen, yeah. for I, me, it's more like 
Sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, no, that's all I want to say. You're good. Well, I just, I, for me, it's like we talked about yesterday on the Green and White Report how the Big Ten, you know, we don't know. We didn't, none of us had a Big Ten team making the playoff this year because they're People just going to beat the, up on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The NFC North could very well do that. The Bears now have to play a first place schedule. You know, the Vikings, I think the Vikings have some chemistry issues. Adam Thielen yeah. doesn't get along with certain people and, and Stefan Diggs is kind of a diva, whatever. And the Packers just Both aren't, nasty. the Packers are not a good roster, but they have the best quarterback in the game. So, that's you know that's that whatever I've got I I got ten and six I can see eleven and five whether or not ten and six will win the division is beyond me we're just gonna have to see no I just like like you say in, I, the, everyone plays the Chiefs this year too right they yep. all play that that's a good division yeah like you're playing a good cross division you're gonna, I I could see a lot of the teams splitting with the AFC West well and, that's and two, and two of it's them it's a West right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And two so, of them have to go to Arrowhead. Yeah. Like, so, I, I mean, I don't not sure which two, but yeah, yeah. But I, I would assume a, a majority of the four go two and two. Yeah. And then you, you just beat up on the division. I think ten and six is a reasonable ask to say that like that's where the division's going to be. Yeah, at. We'll see. It might be a tiebreaker yeah. or whatever, but I think ten and six. I don't think you're going to need to be eleven and five, twelve and four this year, because I don't see a, a supremely superior team in this division. Right. I, I, if you don't mind, we've got a couple minutes left here. I, I want to talk about the preseason because I just oh, mostly yeah. things that I've, I've stupid ninety-seven one that I've been it, hearing unbearable. on ninety-seven one. Unbearable I, to talk as, about. As my my years have gone on, it's I can listen to less and less of sports radio. Um, the you Lions get, you are can't obviously listen to it in the summer. It's, right, you can't. Yes, because, you physically can't listen yeah, to it. Exactly. Um, the Lions this are obviously is a business are, I want to get into. Zero three to start the preseason. Um, couple things I want to touch on is is one. I'm curious as to what you guys think about the the necessity of preseason football, but also the biggest thing I've been hearing on the radio, and maybe I only want to touch on it because I'm a huge Stafford guy, but the amount that I hear of, you know, Stafford, why is Stafford not playing in the preseason, or why, you know, why is that? Why are the Lions so quiet about it? Is it the back, whatever? And you, I want I want to hear some Patricia thoughts too, but. I let me start here because I'm very passionate about this. Preseason football is a joke. If you watch it or you gamble on it, you're a loser. There's nothing that you can really get out of preseason football. You gamble on preseason football. No, I gambled on the Lions game first when I went to it. I need that's invested fine. interest. That's, 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 that's fine. Let, we can let that slide. Yeah, that's I need fine. invested if you're, interest. If you're a veteran player, you can always if, you've, if you've been in the league for, I don't know, Six to ten years somewhere. There is no reason for you to be playing in, nope. in, in games like that. The reason why preseason football is is necessary to an extent, how many games you want to play is up to you. It's for guys like Isaac Nauda who are trying to make the team yep. or guys like Ty Johnson who is trying to find his spot on this team. Yep. And Is he a special teams guy? Is he a third down guy? Where is your spot? For a backup quarterback to actually look remotely confident, which we don't exactly, have one. which is another thing too that I want keep that in the back yeah, of your yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that too. There, in my opinion, for people to get on the radio and go, and I heard this the other day, which is why I called them the Pacaputo that I told you guys about. I heard hey, this. I heard this man in This is this is no. This is guys like us, nobodies right. who just like talking about sports. Yeah, and he goes. Uh, Matthew Stafford hasn't proven enough to earn him the right to not play in preseason games. That man needs to just kind of. And he started himself. talking about Aaron Rodgers and how Tom Brady's been taking snaps and Drew Brees has been taking snaps. 
What people fail to understand is Matthew Stafford has been in the league for over a decade at this point. The man had a broken back last year. He's the greatest, love him or hate him, he is the single greatest asset to this football team that you have had in the last decade. I would even put him over Calvin Johnson, 100%. This is the greatest so asset you've had. It doesn't matter if Stafford's won 10 Super Bowls or zero playoff games. The fact of the matter is, if Stafford drops back to pass in, I don't know, 1342 left on the clock in the first quarter against the Browns, and he blows his knee out for the rest season's of the year, over. your season's done. I don't care who your backup quarterback is, good, bad, or indifferent. Your season's over. Yep. All for what? Because you wanted to see him play in preseason because that's what leaders do and he hasn't earned enough yet to not play. Or like Hatchet from 97-1 says, quote, You'd like to see your quarterback play in a preseason. Here's the thing, Hatchet. I'd love to see the Lions win a Super Bowl. Sometimes things just don't work out. <laughs> and it is what it is. So say what you will about Patricia. They're, they're trying to do the Patriots thing of not releasing information. I get it. Is Stafford going to play on on Friday? I hope not. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll get to that uh, when it comes, and we'll you know we'll make that decision. Is he playing or not, dude? I don't care. It's not a big deal. I don't care that I don't know because everyone knew he was going to play. Did you not think he was going to play in the third game? Everyone does. Really? Yeah, it's a dress do. rehearsal. Everyone does. I don't need to see him in game one or game two. And well, why are you not sitting carry on? What? Why are you not sitting Galladay? They've been in the year in the league for a year or two. That's why they're not sitting out. They're not ten year veterans yeah. who've, who've broken their back in the last six months. That's why they're playing. So next time you want to tell me, well, Stafford's not a leader or he should be out there. He hasn't earned the right not to play preseason. Why don't you watch Ragnow and Davis go down again in a meaningless game and now we don't know when they're coming back. Two starters and, and, you, and two first rounders. You tell, me, you tell me what's worth it. So again, say what you will about Patricia and how they deal with the media. I don't care. I actually do not care that they're not transparent about injuries. It's none of the media's business. It doesn't matter. Yeah, what, it, what how, how? how is it? Who cares? That about telling someone an injury if you're not in a game week. They're not in like a game week. I don't know. I don't understand it at all. If it's a long term injury, why don't you tell someone that? Is it necessary? Does it matter to, if I if I tell you Frank Ragnow is out for eight weeks? Yes. What, what does that provide to you? It provides in, me information. To, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It provides me information for me to emotionally do, do enough gymnastics where I can root for the Lions okay, on Sunday. That, that's not good enough for me. If Matt Patricia wants to say, you know, he's out for the time being, yeah, let but the how guy is rehab. He, how, how has Matt Patricia earned where he has all this respect that no one has to question him? Just I call was the that. same way, dude. Call was the same way. I they don't were, get the that. exact it, like, same thing. Like what? What have you earned? Like I, I can't stand that. Where, I don't like, either. It's frustrating. Yeah. Bel- I mean, Belichick does it. It's just the well, way. It, listen. It, it, He's he's a he's proven a lot as a defensive coordinator. I know it's his second year as a head coach, but it's not like he it's not like he's Matt Lafleur in Green Bay. It doesn't saying yeah, no, again, Aaron. And you I, can't call audibles at the line of scrimmage. And I get it. There's a certain level of professionalism of just like, dude, it's your job to talk to the media. I get it. Yeah, I just don't care. I think people that are so either, they're so either. up on Patricia's back about it. They just love finding things yeah. to pick at him. Because if Matt Patricia goes out and you guys win 11 games last year, no one's talking about it. You exactly. know what? They love yep. it. They love it like they do in New England when yep. Belichick doesn't say a word. They love it. It's all what I get. It. It's what have you done for me lately? Greg Popovich, Nick Saban. 
Ravens. Seriously, same deal. you love it when yep. it's those guys that win. And if that's your gripe, well, why don't you give him more than a year to to figure things out? Yeah. Would that be okay with his new with his own offensive coordinator, yeah, his own scheme, okay? and his own personnel? Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have thought. I just wanted to rant. I had uh, no, to. I, I can't you. believe it. I also get so mad when people are like, "God, I hate the preseason. Another injury." This could have happened week one too. But I'd that, rather it, have it week one. No, 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 no. But what is For the difference? What? what is the difference of a guy tearing his ACL? You know what? One? I understand what you're saying. No, because I like I like what what do they want? Like they just don't want anyone to play? Like people are gonna get hurt. It's just the name like, right. it's, it's football. It's your, football. But it's like, your guys, up. you're trying to the point of the preseason. if you don't know especially now how all these teams do joint practices yeah. all summer long, if you don't know who you your starters are based on practice and OTAs and training camp, then you're probably not in the right profession of, of being a head coach of NFL football teams. You're, the reason why preseason is... is you need reps. Yes, reps, and I get it. If you want to send some of your starters out for a series, that's fine. Get the O-line banging against some, against some bodies. Jared, Jared Davis was literally out there for a series. Well, and it was it was like not even... It was kind non, of... Non, non, non-contact. Yeah. Right. That yeah. did happen and at these, And these like, things just, happen. And these things happen. But the, I'm the, not point I was, the point I was trying to make was just that especially when it comes to Stafford, like, yeah, dude, things happen. Like, people get hurt. I get it. But I would much rather Stafford drop back to pass and blow his knee out week one when we're trying to win a football game against Arizona versus him trying to get his reps in in year 11 yeah. against the Bills. No, no. Like, I, that matters to right, anyone. Yeah. I completely agree with that. I wasn't even, like, trying to, like, debate what you were saying because it is, like, 97-1 literally has been unbearable. They're like, well. You're maybe. saying it's football like, and to try to expect No, it's just, like, that- Twitter. I'm like, Stop! They say, "Oh, I hate. This is why I hate preseason. Like yeah. everyone hates preseason. Good take, dude. Like, well, shut up. <laughs> I got, like, I, I got two things. Basically, I just, I think, I think the preseason needs to be shorter. I think it needs to be two I think weeks. They're going to and two weeks. Add two games. Just you know, first game, you know, throw whoever you want out there. Second game, dress rehearsal or vice versa, whatever. I don't really care. It does need to be four weeks. Does not need to be a month long. Um, just to address the Stafford thing real quick, it's not like the Lions are in a situation. I'll give you examples of two teams. The Redskins have Case Keenum and and uh, Dwayne Haskins. It's a tryout. And and exactly, it's 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 competition, but you also have a guy in Haskins where it's like, okay, he needs a year. Yeah, he needs a year. So you get him out there in preseason to get him close to the NFL tempo and up to speed and everything. And and the then the Giants, right? Daniel Jones, Eli Manning. That's legit competition. Because we see Eli Manning running downfield, picking up blocks in preseason. Like, what are you doing? This guy's scared for his job. So the Lions aren't in either one of those boats. Therefore, I don't understand why Stafford has to play in the preseason. I get the whole dress rehearsal thing. Throw him out for one series. He threw a touchdown to Ty Johnson. Whatever. You saw what you wanted to see. It's not like the Lions are running their offense yet either. So um, overall, I just think, yeah, you don't need to see Stafford in preseason. And the people who complain about it have a great, a very valid point. It's just like I said, too, when I called in a Pat Caputo. I go, when the, when the Pistons sit Blake Griffin for a game, no one's up in arms because, oh, he well, he's not LeBron James. He doesn't deserve yeah. to sit out. Well, yeah, dude, he's your best player. So mm-hmm. why don't you protect them a little bit? We saw the Pistons. When you, when you called in yeah. the Patrick Puto, he said, hey, it's Pat. <laughs> he goes, we got Ron with Ryan. Ryan, thanks for calling in. Good afternoon, <laughs> Pat. Appreciate My you. My favorite is when Patrick Puto, because he like, knows a lot about the Tigers, and he's like, he's he's actually, I can listen to him about the Tigers, so he actually knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but he just like wants to talk about the Tigers when they're lost like 15 straight. I'm like, hey, Pat, let's let's move, him, turn the page. him up. Yeah, let's turn the page. Um, I want to talk about the backup quarterback. That's another thing that's oh, been yeah. on 97-1. Do you care that much, though? Does it no, matter that no, no, much? No, I, I get Am that. Am I stupid? Am I stupid? No, I 
but like you said, I think your argument you just made there just like plays into your point right here. You don't care about your backup if all you're you're doing everything to do to protect your starter. But it, I mean, it it you should having a bat a decent backup quarterback like Jacoby Brissett is so valuable. I mean, I I know they didn't expect like luck to retire, but Jacoby Brissett's competent. Yeah. Like he, you could still yes. win games with. I think he's Stafford be pretty gets good, hurt. Actually. The season's over. Right. The season's yeah, well, over. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Ma- you don't which have. Which does matter. You don't have a young guy you're grooming or. A, just it's not a, even that. Like have someone. Sean Hill was confident. Yeah. Like Sean Hill could like yeah. win you a couple games. He wasn't going to take you to the playoffs, but say Stafford's out for a month. Right. They they they're losing all four of those games if David fails I, has to come into I play. I hear you, and that's why you know I I look at this situation and go I think with any quarterback and it's just, just the way the league is and the sport is your biggest investment is your quarterback money wise and just attention wise. So I think for any team, if you lose your starting quarterback for the year. I, your your season is with all intents and purposes it, it's over. I mean, you, yeah. granted, you have the Nick Full situation now. He's yeah, got another starting job. That's a, that, so there there are a very ten. select handful of good backup quarterbacks that I think you would feel comfortable if Stafford was out for six weeks. Maybe you win two three games. I'm not confident with Tom Savage or David whatever fails or yeah. yeah. Or Josh whatever, Johnson. Josh Johnson. Yeah. I'm not confident in that. Nope. But again, another reason. It's just it's just something for the the radio guys to I, bark no, about. It's no, just like I don't think that's their backup a... quarterback stinks. This team's a, like, do you care? No, like, yeah. what does it I, matter? It does matter. I think that that like the point you just made, like being able to just like guide and like like keep your season alive until like Saturday, that does matter. I know what they're. I know what you're saying they're making it way bigger yes. deal than it needs to be. That's what they do. Yeah, but. Like it, it does matter. Like having a print, like having a tie. Imagine they had Tyrod Taylor, save Stafford goes down. They probably win. Like they probably go five hundred until he, Stafford comes back. I'm just, I, I just yeah. think, I do think it's a pre, not yeah. a premium position. It's a nice thing to have. Well, okay, so or I think Ryan here's the you, difference like, in what you guys right. are saying. Colin, obviously, Collins, like, yeah, a backup quarterback matters, and you got to like, yeah. because. But what Rabinowitz is saying is just like the Lions aren't really in a situation where like it's kind of. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good example. Like a couple but, of years ago, when Brett, when uh, Aaron Rodgers went down and Brett Hundley came in, the Packers knew their season was done. Yeah, yeah but, because Rodgers is gonna miss a month and a half, and it's just over. The thing about it, though, it is like it's eat the Lions. What's it called? They, I think they were talking to Blake Bortles. That that would have been fine too. Blake Bortles is a competent backup. Like I, I feel like it's just like a year to year situation where you can just patch it up. Yeah. Like, and I just think like this yeah. was something they just left by the wayside. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's the worst in the world, but it's not hard to go out on the market and just say, like, "Hey, here's a million and a half for a premium backup quarterback." Yeah. Just do that. Their minds were elsewhere. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But well, that's all I got. Forward on the field. That's Ten and six. Ten Actually, and you, six know, you know, you know, I'll, I'll say eleven and five. Okay. I'll, because I like because it. We, I'm surprised we you didn't say gotta... sixteen and zero. Oh. That's what oh. I was expecting. Today. I mean, He's gonna predict every game they win though, week by week. So. Oh yeah, when we do the picks. <laughs> oh yeah, do the picks. We gotta yeah, come yeah. back it's again this year. It's time for the picks. That yep. was huge. All right, folks. That's all for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. It's good to be back for Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins. I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Hey, submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore Rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. Do not miss a single episode of the Motown Rundown. Subscribe to Impact WDM on iTunes. New episodes every week, and we will see you next week. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. 
For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes.